0: You need Indeed.
1: Hey, road tripping fans. Amish t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years. From the NBA to the ultimate warrior, you know, the tea that LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tea. Be sure to check out the NBA GM tees and one exclusively made for me and you. Better yet, three other teas designed specific to the road tripping fam you'll want to check out. We're road tripping at homage dot com.
2: On this edition of Road Trip, and we head out east to the Cleveland crew. Your hosts, Channing Frye and John Michael, are joined by Fox Sports Ohio sideline reporter for the Cavs, Angel Gray, as well as, well, I guess I should set the table on this one. You see, oftentimes when it comes to professional sports, we have to remind ourselves, especially Channing, Richard, and I, that though not always our favorite, pro sports, it's a business. And for those of you that keep up with the NBA, you may have heard about a business move that was just made with the Cavs last week. Yes, a trade was made which involved this episode's guest, George Hill. However, before G. Hill was told about the move he was about to make to Milwaukee, well before he was told, in fact, he took some time to chat with Road Tripant, an episode that will for sure have you learning, laughing, and, uh, well, laughing some more. Did he say zonky? All right, all right, I'm done. Channing, Angel, J. Mike, it's all yours.
3: Thank you, Allie. Cheers, everybody.
4: Definitely cheers. Thank you, guys. We are... On another road trip and episode, the new
3: the new road trip awesome
4: version, the, the <laughs> updated version, road trip two Um in our presence, Jor Theophilus Hill. Um the one and only King of Indiana. Yes. Uh the pride and joy of Ooey Pooey, <laughs> I U P U I. Hello, That's George. Nice. We've
5: been doing good this year, so I'm ripping my team, team pretty solidly. <laughs> yeah.
6: And and basketball?
5: For sure. That's Great. all we pretty much got.
6: Okay.
4: Wow. Is, is IUPUI division Yeah, one? They are. Who's your head coach? <laughs> Jason Gardner. Your hey. boy. You know what? And they're it retired was a d- setup. Hey. You see how I set him up? I went right a couple times. I went left. And then I went right one more time because I knew he thought it was going to go left. Hey, congrats Jason to him. He's getting guy. his jersey
5: retired. <laughs> at IUPUI? No, at Arizona.
4: He already did. When? It, ha- it just happened. A long time ago. No. Ooh, I'm not in touch. I'm sorry. Arizona, I'm sorry.
6: (laughs)
3: You got to wake up. So we have road trip and regular Channing Fry. Yeah. We have Angel Gray. Yes. George Hill, our featured guest. Yeah. And uh, yours truly, John Michael. The best. George. John Michael Michaels. Yeah. John Michael (laughs) Michaels. J-Mike, for sure. (laughs) No, no. John Michael Michaels. (laughs) Okay. From the skating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got you. George, IUPUI, Broad Ripple High School. After a couple years in the league, you get traded to your hometown Indiana Pacers. Blessing or curse to be back in your hometown and playing pro?
5: I would say that's that's a plus-minus question. You know, I think it's a blessing. It was always a dream of mine to go back home and play um, in front of family and friends. But um, everyone who's known what that and has and hasn't gotten a chance to experience that. Oh, I have know that it, it comes with a, yeah. with a with with a big ticket to pay. You know, you're you're. A lot of people can get to you easier than what you normally can do when you're on the road. You know, we have to call them now. Now we can go knock on his door. True ninety nine. Um. So so the thing is, it it was fun being there for my family and friends, but at the same time, um, you kind of got to learn how to distance yourself and and keep professional because, you know, your family sometimes can be overwhelming, Mm -hmm. in in every aspect. But, um, I think my family done a great job. I've had a great five years there, and it was time to move on.
4: That's weird that I was in Phoenix for five years and my family was there. They were pretty chill. And then my, well, it was more family, friends. It was pretty chill for the most part just because it was already my fourth year. What year just, did you go there? I was
3: there? just gonna say that his fourth year, right? I went there my fourth year. I was, just gonna, I was just gonna ask you a question. Did it, it make it easy? I mean, That's it made it cute. easier, I'm assuming. Right, but I you think,
4: you know what? At the same time, for me, I was happy to get that kind of attention because I felt like it was new. I went to New York, I was there with my family. It was crazy, but we sucked, right, basketball-wise. Then I went to Portland, and it was awesome, met the the wifey, and it was all her friends, but I didn't play, you know, and I was kinda like, am I still gonna be in the league? Got an opportunity from Steve Kerr, Griff, and uh, Alvin Gentry, Mm -hmm. Um, and they said, here, listen, play, do your thing. And I was like, arguably my best year of my career, so, I can't say it was a bad situation. Maybe it was the best situation. It was a fun around. team, too. It was a great that was team. Real good. That it was, was, was so fun much fun team. because nobody cared about anything. And I think that's the team, like this team. Nobody cares. Like, we got good chemistry on this team. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, with you going back home, too, is that when you established your AAU program?
5: Um, no, I actually established that in 2008 when I first got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do y'all something. good
4: What's up? What y'all like? The Space Rats or what? No, know, some just, notable actually, names we, we from the program. We actually won the Unarmored Circuit this the year. George Hillites,
5: G3 All star So the <laughs> George Hill Rising Stars. What you sponsored by Peak? <laughs> no, we we were we wore whatever we wanted to wear because my team wasn't sponsored by anybody. I paid out of my own pocket. Ooh, I didn't have a sponsorship. And y'all so winning? We were winning. What's um, up,
4: Nike?
0: Nike didn't yeah. want us to do that because they wanted
5: us to partner with people, and I was—I didn't want to partner with nobody. Okay. You know, I had these teams when I when they were in 2008, and it was something that I enjoyed doing. So, uh, for me, it wasn't about money; it wasn't about anything. It was about giving, you know, those inner city kids a chance to get out. Right. Um, like I got a chance too. So, you know, it's something that I took out of my own pocket. Um, I really wasn't big into partnering with people because I feel like when you do that, they might have kids they want on the team, and they try to push your other kids off. And my AU team is a family. Like, we're all family. I know my kids. I know their families, their parents, and things like that. So we're we're close-knit. So for me, it was like, forget it, man. You just keep paying for it. We keep rocking away. And uh, Unorma gave us a great opportunity to come on. And they didn't care that I was sponsored by Pete. Um They just wanted to help sponsor my AU program. And the last two years, they sponsored us. And we ended up being undefeated in Unormer circuit last year So and won the whole circuit. So wait, wait, great. wait.
4: Do you have any kids that are any good?
5: Have some pretty good kids. I got a the top 150. Mm, yeah, for sure. They gonna go to Arizona. <laughs> Actually, what's crazy is my little brother's a point guard, and he—that's like one of his top schools where he wants to go. So, <laughs>
3: okay, um, listen, look, I, you I got to connection, if going. I don't know if Arizona's going to recruiting,
5: but um, you know, hopefully, what's up, you know, I'm gonna get get that plug from you and right, bro, try to get plug, that plug. going. But he's pretty
3: solid. You've been doing that your whole career, though, George, giving back, right? I mean, mentoring in Sacramento, kids kids with hunger in Indiana, military, work with the military in Indiana, right? I mean, that's kind For of sure. been your For your, sure. your thing throughout your career.
5: I mean, that's that's who I am. You know, I'm a given person I'm, in my, my whole life
4: from you, personally. <laughs> <laughs> not <And I'm laughs> an assist, not <laughs> <at all>. <laughs> 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 nothing. Stop. Oh, he did bring the wine on a plane. I, was I did bring wine true. for you.
6: It's an assist. Uh, no, that's, that's nice. Right. Yeah, a, that's I will set my water. I will yeah. set my water that. to that. I did my job.
3: That's, yeah. a, that's right. I a little more than an assist. That. Yeah, that's nice.
5: But, I mean, that's that's been my whole life, you know, growing up as a kid in Indianapolis, which... Um, Chana doesn't think it's a rough environment. They think we're all cornfields. Corn no, he he's going to take us, though, right? he, he thinks not Gary for, is no, the I'm only going crazy no, no, place. No, you said back to America. America. Not Gary, but she did
6: say that when we go to Indianapolis that we she can would def- take us. No, we can definitely and go, you were but very hesitant about it for no. some odd reason. So. I go
4: to Broadway. But
5: growing, there. But growing up? up in Indy was, was tough. So, like, I never had someone give back to me. You know, as a kid, I didn't have that positive influence where I can look up and say, man, that guy made it. He reached back and pave a way for us. It was almost like we did everything ourselves. So I told myself, if I ever you know, make it out, I want to be that guy that gives back and gives kids another opportunity to to look at me and say, man, he came from where I came from. He came from the same neighborhood and he made everything possible. So um, that's what kind of motivates me.
4: George, that's a lot to think about. And, And to be brutally honest, what were you ranked when you came out of high school? I was never really ranked. Okay, so you weren't ranked, and you went to IUPUI. No offense, I, I love IUPUI. I had a lot of I had a lot right? of scholarships. I just didn't. I take understand, in. but you went to IUPUI. For sure, you made it to the league. At what point were you like, "Oh man, I'm good enough to make it to the league and give back to the community"? Because that's a lot. Like, people don't understand. We are point four percent of like the world. For sure. Right. So. For you to go to a school at the time, which there wasn't, uh, like, the rules were very different. So not a lot of guys went to hometown schools, right? And to be, what year is this for you? Going on 12. Going on 12. I, okay, because I'm 13, I think, or 14. I, I don't know. 18, so... It might as well be 18 listen, at this point. <laughs> Look, how did you do it? That's what I want to know. How'd you do it? I wasn't ranked I had to work my ass off to go to Arizona. Coach O saw talent. I said, if you see talent, then I must see something else. I got to give you the work. And then it was opportunity. How did you make it from a place of IUPUI? I mean, like, you you just hit the nail on the head. You said it
5: takes work. You know, um, like you said, I I didn't have no other choice. It was either do the best I can or I was probably going to be on the streets doing what What you doing? Maybe people never thought that you would do. You know, I didn't know what route I would go. So I chose the route of trying to give it all I got, trying to work hard to do that. Um, Me going to IEPI, I wanted to just stay close to the family. I think my first time ever knowing, like, man, I can do this. Um, Some of the Pacer players used to come over to to small IEPI to do open gyms and things like that. Or we used to go over to the Pacer facility and do a couple open gyms with them. They invited a couple of our players and things, and I remember one of my first times going to, at that time, it was Conseco um, Fieldhouse, and we did an open gym, and um, Donnie Washington was there, and it was like that time where I couldn't miss a shot. I was almost on fire, and I was just, it seemed like I was just throwing everything up, and stuff was going in, and I kind of caught their eyes, and ever since then, they were almost at every game, because I was right down the street, and that's when I figured out, like, man, I can possibly do this. I ended up leaving my junior year and doing the pre-draft in, Ohio- in Orlando at the time. How many
4: pre-draft workouts did you do?
5: Oh, man, I did probably 29 workouts. Oh, team! Man. <laughs> I did. I did almost every team wow. besides three teams, but then I did Boston and San Antonio twice.
4: Oh.
5: <laughs> but it was a grind. You know, I went from maybe being – early second round to moving into first round because what did I enjoy? didn't have anything, 26 pick. I didn't have anything to lose. I took it as oh soon I put my name in. I'm like, okay, well, how can I get in this league? How can I be different? Knowing that I'm a small uh, school kid, you got all these other big time athletes out there that are top type, top ranked, you know, players um, at that time. Okay. Let me be different. I, I think defensively is what's going to get my calling card. So, from day one in Orlando camp, I was picking everybody up full court denying. Always wanted to take the challenge on, guarding the best player on that team. And I think, you know, I got that opportunity and I took it advantage of and the rest was history.
3: George, you talk about getting out of Indiana May of last year, or actually May of this year. You go back to IUPUI. You graduate, you get excused from the playoffs, from the Cavs last season. Who was the proudest of you for going there, not only graduating, saying the commencement speech and everything else
4: i was i was very proud
3: of number one chanting fry Mm -hmm. it was number two george
5: (laughs) (laughs) probably i would say my parents were probably the, the proudest because you know i was the first in my family to do so um no one in my family ever graduated let alone almost go to college so for me it was huge to go back and and see them and then actually being able to come and be there and be a part of that special day um, outside of my wife, you know, she wanted that for me. So she was always ripping on me to to go back and finish. Because it was something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to do that. I always your talk degree. about it. Uh, I was getting tired planets. of that. Yeah, that's but what my wife told me.
4: At the same time. All the time.
5: It was easy for me because I was always ripping on my kids in an AU program to do well in school, take advantage of it. But I'm like, at the same time, how am I telling them to do something if I didn't even do What's it? What's your major? Way? Communication studies.
6: Oh, he's taking all of our jobs. Here's the thing. And when I remember we were doing an event, too, and the first thing you said was, now you can't tell me to shut up and dribble. For like, sure. with with that attitude, with, you know, the climate today and just they think that athletes just stay in their lane and you're obviously paving your own way, as many other athletes are doing, um, with your initiatives. How important is that?
5: I mean, everyone has a voice. I think that's what God gave you your mouth and stuff for, to, to speak um it's, it's no different if someone in politics talks about sports we don't tell them to shut up and just stick to politics um, everyone has their opinion and I think you're entitled to that so um just because you're an athlete doesn't mean that you you don't have smarts or brains and, and things like that so um you got to take advantage of you have a platform and that's what we play so hard and strive so hard to have and you got to use that for the best of your ability
1: What's up, Road Trippin' fans? As we all know, RJ and Channing may technically not be on the same team anymore, but whether they like it or not, they'll always be looked at as either an old married couple or teammates for life. If not for their unique bond, we wouldn't have been able to start Road Trippin' and expand the show to what it is now. Uninterrupted and State Farm have gotten together to bring you the sixth sense where NBA teammates like Stanley Johnson and Andre Drummond show how they get each other like no other the way RJ and Channing do here on Road Trippin'. Check out The Sixth Sense with Johnson, Drummond, and other NBA teammates on youtube.com backslash uninterrupted. And maybe you can get a teammate off the court that gets you too.
3: I think one of the most interesting things about George Hill is the – Seven hundred acres. Is that right? Seven hundred acres. And- oh, let's get to George's shit. You know, we we this could go is there. All George you know no, no, what? No. Let me let
4: me stop everybody. <sighs> all right. We'll have a three-hour flight. You know what George does? Right. We'll you know what George does right. we'll <laughs> <have> <laughs> you know what George do? He's looking right. on some weird. We'll yes, he's looking on some weird website. He let
3: off with that. It's not a weird website. Buy wildebeest or buy different
4: game animals. And he has names for them. It's right? an art So, like, he site. has, like, oh my God. he has like animals in Africa. If, if I probably Antarctica, hit on my internet right now. So put, let's see what pops up. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, my God. So let Dude. me go back. Oh, my Lord. This guy
3: so we're is looking about at, what that. Is that? Tell us what we're a looking at. I, I can't even identify that I animal.
5: Was to, <laughs> I was trying to bid on uh, albino whitetail. See, that's because what I mean. You know <laughs> what? Enough is enough. You don't, don't, you don't fit see under your weird albino deer. deer. No, albino. It's, a yeah, n- albino. Albino. it's a baby right now, but oh, no. it's a rare <laughs> albino <laughs> hey, whitetail. If anybody knows about animals, they know
6: you rarely, never really
5: see an albino deer. So for me, it's like, I want that.
6: How many animals do you have?
5: I don't know, I lost oh. camp now. I have a bunch of, I got a mini zoo. I just love, I love different animals. My son loves when I'm taking around on the Polaris and things to see animals and
3: for me, it's, it's cool. Now I know you're a hunter, are you hunting your own, or you're breeding your animals? You're collecting animals? I'm what? I don't, I don't hunt my own land.
5: Right. I just love the aspect of I can drive around and <laughs> see all different types of animals. So pretty much breeding them, letting them grow. Eventually, you know, if I have family and friends that want to come over and hunt, then yeah. But for me right now, it's just the joy of looking at them and, and seeing them run around. Well, oh
4: I've got a fake Jurassic Park.
1: To
3: you, that's yeah, what I To Channing. like. <laughs> Channing's term, what, what are the weirdest animals on your, what? On your land? Well, what would you say? To Channing, he thinks every so, animal I have is weird. I'll ask it the right way. I'll ask it the right way. What are the most exotic <laughs> animals you have on your
5: land? Okay, if you have, I have wildebeest. I Have zebras,
3: zebras.
4: No, no, that's not weird. He got more. You have zebras. I ha- Name something that I we have, have heard. not heard, like an you have an animal have we have not. heard. I haven't heard of the albino. I have
5: elands. Ears. I have kudus. I have. is South, South African, go. Right? I have a roan. I, I have two rome yeah. sables. There we go. Yeah, you got that. But okay, I got tell,
4: tell here's here's the joy of this podcast. What is your big big picture plan? With all that (laughs) land, because nobody just has 600 acres. I got eight acres, and what I do is I drive donuts in my hay fields, and I got a (laughs) playground, and I literally hit golf balls out there into my pond, and I stock it with trout, and I have my kids catch foot-long trout. For sure. Like, it was nothing. You don't even have to put corn or worm on a hook. (laughs) <laughs> these suckers is biting everything on purpose <laughs> right because nobody wants to go fishing with a two-year-old and don't the think no, they not, not catch nothing no, yeah, look right. she will throw out a little princess thing boop and these <laughs> trout are coming from sure. 30 feet deep for nothing like just just hook me just eat me and we grill them up right there and i have a 22 foot dances with the wolves teepee and it's that, pretty cool oh it's so tight in there. it's, it's there. pretty cool i've heard it's pretty dude awesome. yeah. it is the best tp.com
3: tipi yeah what's in Custom your made. what's in your tp
4: nothing now because um i want to make sure everything worked over the winter yeah um so i'm going to actually like put lights inside so we can sleep in it it's actually you can wow. sleep in this thing and live in this thing all year but round like are
3: there t- will you have TVs and things in there no. Thing? No. No, no, no 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 i don't no. i mean i'm just trying to fix uh, it.
4: a couple of beds yeah uh cots. yeah 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 Ish. but like it's on a Thirty by thirty deck.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Okay. That, that Would you I do that? Myself. Would you open up like a, a hotel, like a game on my and la- stay? On <laughs> my land?
5: No, no one's on my land. Like for me, <laughs> I'm gonna build my house out there. I'm gonna have my own compound. I have uh-huh. a hill that's three like three thousand foot high hill on my land. So I'm gonna build my house up there. I'm gonna fence it all off so the animals stay out of the house part build my nice compound where i have a guest house a gym everything i want there and the rest is just going to be open land and trails. so wherever you go outside of the gates you have your zoo pretty much
6: and they're all under control because i've heard it's all high fence horses. so they can't
5: okay. they can't get out
4: what if they jump high
5: uh only thing jumping that high is maybe deer and that's to an extent of if they feel that in danger to hop a eight a nine foot fence so you pretty much don't have to worry about that.
3: Horses or no, no horses.
5: No, no horses, because you got to build a barn and yeah. have all the stable and all that stuff. I don't got time
3: for that. Nothing to do with the ropey, the horse flashbacks nah, or not, anything from your. I'm not
5: gonna do that. I'm just gonna do things <laughs> that don't that you don't have to really. So wait, do the animals out there crossbreed?
4: And well, Jurassic like Jurassic Park? Are you? Cross-breed? It depends.
5: It depends which ones you have. So um, if you if you got them in less land where they can actually are crossing paths a lot, like your elan will cross breed with kudos and things like that, or your donkey can cross breed with the zebra, and you have a zonkey.
6: What? That's Isn't real. It,
4: you have donkeys on it's, your it's land. It's
5: actually real. No, I don't. I have I have donkey, <laughs> but I have a do I have some donkeys on my land, but I also have some zebras, but they're in different donkeys. pastures. I, oh, you know, I have my donkey is, in the what is, back. What
4: do you need a donkey for? Like, a donkey, what do donkeys do?
5: So, so for me, donkeys protect. They're protectors they they kick right I really didn't know that this is so, amazing yeah, so this for like you listen so for this your is john your animals, Park that, right now. your animals that don't really can't really defend for themselves so let's say like one this of your
4: most defenseless
5: your black bucks are your most defenseless because they're really little right the the females don't have horns Do only the males good. have horns they're really good to eat oh, but like Jesus. they're so frail and little <laughs> that coyotes and things like that will attack them so the donkey he's bigger than all of them so he wants to be the dominant one so he actually follows so he actually follows them and he protects the black buck Shut up. So right now, my donkey follows my black
4: buck. Is it a donkey or name? a donkey?
6: Because it's a defender. Because he's saying donkey, but I don't know if that's... What's mentioned. a donkey? Like a donk? Is it donkey or... A donk. Like a donk, a donk is
4: donkey. a car with a 30-inch like rim.
5: I don't
6: know what a donkey... D-O-N-K-Y,
4: donkey. A donkey. Oh, you okay. Don- He's saying donkey. But wait, wait. What's your donkey's name? I didn't name him. I what just called him name? Donkey. Can oh, you okay. eat a donkey?
6: Names <laughs> 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 for all of them. I,
5: I, I normally have names for all of them, but I just named Donkey just, it's Donkey. It's just donkey, Channing. I think it needs just something
6: donkey. more prevalent just because, oh. because it's protecting it's
4: everyone
3: protecting on the, the line. It. It's I'm, a big I'm, deal. I call him Channin. Channin. Superman. I, I, call him <laughs> yeah. I call him Channing. I call him Hey, man. Channing, boy. Get out of there, man. Protect that black box. Yeah, right? Get off that zebra, boy. You nasty.
4: Channing, I told you. Listen. I'm gonna come out this well, maybe well, maybe this summer. But I'm gonna come out for a weekend. So that all be, I wanna do is that is will is be a, kill a, a donkey. Whoa.
3: George right now is showing Whoa. us a zonky on his wait a his second. Phone. So it's a zebra actually, that makes equipment uh, zebra. So what
4: personality traits does a zonky have?
3: He will have
5: both personality. He'd be a kicker, which zebras are really kickers too. <laughs> oh. Both of them do the same thing. Back leg kicks. So, so.
4: bust you right in the chops.
5: And they're <laughs> Pretty much, sometime the same height. Donkeys can be a little smaller than the zebras, depending on what model of the zebra that you have. Like what wow. range? So
4: this is a lot. Okay. When did you? The surface, right. When did you first? Because supposedly you're from the hood. For supposedly. sure. Supposedly. <laughs> um, there you go with that. I'm gonna take you. <laughs> Thirty right. fourth and in you Keystone. Can't, you right. can't back out
5: of
6: this. It. No, You I can't have, have to be there.
4: So, supposedly you're from the hood. But then somebody took you out doing something, and you said, "Oh, this is really truly me. I need to be like in outdoors, hundreds of acres with zonkies.
6: and cowboy hats." Two thousand
4: eight. Okay, yeah. tell me the story. Tell me the story. How did you get out? You were uh, you were doing something in the hood, and somebody gave you a call <laughs> that said,
3: <laughs>
5: "Yo, come
4: come shoot things outside the hood."
5: No. What happened was only time I ever shot guns was on New Year's up in there in my neighborhood. So That's so, so dangerous. Um, for sure, really nobody dangerous. Nobody it's probably really stupid now because bullets got to come back down. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
4: Yeah, um, gravity, that's a crazy thing.
5: Crazy thing. You, you don't think about that you when you start to fire. <laughs> uh, but there, there was a family named Will and Gloria Drash in San Antonio. They were kind of old family. They kind of took me underneath their wing and called me their San Antonio g- grandchild. Right. Um, he owned a lot of land. He finally said hey have you ever been hunting and things like that i said no sounds cool He was like come out here and ride four-wheelers we shoot guns i'll start to you know put the feet out there for the hogs and the deer and like that and then we go in there late at night well before sunset and we see if something comes out if you want to take the shot you take it mm-hmm. um so roll four-wheelers all morning shotguns went to the blind probably around 5 30 deer came out at like 6 30 looked at him I was like, first one, might as well shooting, pow, shot him, dropped him. And the rest was history, I'm like, This is actually pretty cool.
4: Pow shot, shot him. Shot him. Was it a good shot or was yeah. it like let's it, no it was his probably- it, it,
5: like, it lung. So he told me where, you know, you need to shoot the deer to put it down because you don't want the animals to struggle. That's, right. if you're gonna kill something, you're killing it because you wanna eat. But right. first of all you don't want Hang to in. kill it where you injure it and they run off mm-hmm. and down there out there injured and you can't find them right right, right. That's so so for me is you aim for the lungs and the heart and that's what you do and i actually hit it in the lungs and it dropped and then i turned the the deer into a pillow and i made jerky out of
4: it you love jerky dog you the most jerkiness eater. i love beef jerky so, Listen, jerky bear jerky deer jerky it's all good zebra jerky what you so people Zonky people, Zonky. Jerky. people that actually
5: had the jerky they say it was really good.
4: Uh, okay, I Can hate all, all things. Jerky? It was good for sure. Yes. It was good. You had some. He had bear jerky. Yeah, it was, it was really, bear it was mixed, mixed with
5: pronghorn
4: and deer, and it was really good what? though. It was actually what's really what's It's shockingly pronghorn is antelope. stupidly oh. good, and I hate probably the that second like
5: fastest it. animal in the world. What outside pronghorn. of cheetah? Pronghorn. antelope.
4: Faster than a dolphin. Land on land.
3: Just throwing that out there faster than right. dolphin. We're going to have them race. <laughs> dolphins are pretty Dolphins are pretty fast, so you're right. It's a good call. So is there
4: an animal because I know you're a big bow guy now. What animal is like you would say I would respect this animal enough to hunt it with a bow and if I did get a chance to do it or kill it, what would it be?
5: I think shooting a grizzly with a bow would be pretty dope. What? Just that's because of the size, you know, they right. can get thirteen foot. What? And you're I think to you're take stupid. that with a bow, if you can actually do it, a lot of people do it. My mentor, Cameron Haynes, um, does it with a bow, and it's it's a pretty amazing what he does. But if I ever had that chance, that's I, a
4: that's a one shot. You got to do it, or that's you're a done. one
5: shot. You better make sure you shoot from him distance, right, or you're done because <laughs> right. he's coming at yeah. you.
4: So for somebody who doesn't know anything about. Hunting right so I would ask this question of do you go places where somebody says like <clears throat> okay there's we can only support 15 grizzlies we have 17 they give out two hunting licenses you so only two people can kill two grizzlies like how sure does that Every, work? everything
5: is is reserved you know right. so um, before you know the, the government controls all the hunting license and things like that so you actually have to either apply or or landowners get landowner tax. So let's say everyone thinks that, oh, you can just go out and kill what you want to kill. It's not that easy. You know, you have certain ages, certain weights, certain heights that you can only kill. You know, you have to have certain ages. If if a deer or elk is eight years old, then yeah, you can shoot it. But people, if you're a real hunter, you want to shoot something older. Right. Because you gotta think it's it's a yeah. kind of thing of elimination. If if I'm the head honcho and I've lived for 12 years, my stuff don't work anymore, but I'm still banging every woman that comes past here, I'm just shooting blanks, then our population can't grow. Because I'm head honcho, no other smaller of me is gonna dominate me, you know? So I'm just sitting there blanking out and I'm controlling all the females. So when you get into that, we have to take him out because we can't reproduce if he's here because he's dominating all the women. Right, right, right. They actually fight. Yeah. And you stand your ground. If you've ever seen elk or anything like that, big elk bulls will fight a younger bull over
3: females. That's what they're fighting over, huh? You that can
5: see is. a you can see a <laughs> of thing of <laughs> female sows <laughs> on on the female um, you know, those of the uh, elk, and they might have a younger male and an older male would come in and start doing his bugle. What
4: does
5: an elk bugle sound like? I'm not about to do an elk bugle. No. <laughs> Come it sounds like that, right? Something like that. But right. they, they do their bugle, and like that they gets their attention, and then stuff. they will clash. And the bigger one normally dominates the little one, and then he takes over his female, the other guy run away. So then he's shooting blanks. We have to take him out because we can't reproduce. So that's why you hunt. You hunt to reserve and conserve the land and the animals, so they can reproduce.
4: Hmm. So listen, I've never. I don't want to interrupt you guys. But this is very interesting to uh, me. I have never killed anything except for nothing.
5: Um, killed a
4: bird. No. Nah. A squirrel. A mice. <laughs> uh, scorpion, a scorpion. A spider. I've never stepped on anything Insects, enough okay. where like even big bees or big insects where they, i could <laughs> underneath my foot i could feel them move i can't
3: do it <laughs> i'm like so, oh so god no no so no, you that's tell karma, me so you never hit a squirrel like
6: with karma. what
3: no so you tell me i will me, stop my car for a squirrel <laughs> You've well, never, you, you never you
4: never had
5: a fly in your house and just oh, wow a fly
4: oh yeah yeah fly well, ah tear ooh, a fly ooh. up But uh, so in Arizona, (laughs) bigger bigger insect would be like a carpenter bee, those big black joints. I'm taking all of them out. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, yeah, no, no, no. You're not walk upping. uh, uh, No, no, no. You're not doing that because they're I don't know what it is. I think they have armor on their back. And they
6: have this in Arizona.
4: Yeah, this is Arizona. (laughs) Like we have things that are built to live. Them carpenter
5: bees are deadly. They hurt. What? My mentor actually this summer, we're doing an elk hunt and we're out there with carpenter bees, and he actually stepped on one of the hives.
4: The black joints. Mm-hmm. Yes. The and fat black joints and, that are and, loud. And the
5: crazy part is what they will do is when you step on it, they will come out and sting you and leave a scent on your body, which attracts the other one where they know where you, because the attraction is on your body. So that's how they stay on you and just start doing nah, it. That's so savage. Um, my mentor and them were going to elk hunt, stepped on one, him and his friend. His other friend walked over it. And they just got lit up. So that whole night, their horns were just swollen from where they got attacked. <coughs> they sounds awful. They can
4: they can actually kill you. Here's here's my whole point. There's one thing that I would legit want to like go out and be a man and kill and eat would be a boar, like a, a invasive out of species. Any of the boar. animal you pick, the dirtiest one. Well, I feel like they're the most invasive, I don't feel bad.
5: Well, kill a mountain lion. They're invasive, too. No, no, no. There's only like a couple of those left. No, there there's ain't... a lot of those left because they're really? out there taking my animals right now. Oh, they I eat. I showed them. you some... Your He's, kudos. He needs and a your don- don- needs
3: Channing the donkey scudos. to kick him. He needs Channing the yeah. donkey. Right? There's <laughs> kudos
4: and <there's> spudos <laughs> and spaghettis. Listen, all them animals.
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't want to kill
6: mountain
5: lion. But yeah, hogs actually cost you know everyone from landowners millions and millions of dollars so um people really want you to kill those because they actually tear your land up yeah i wouldn't
4: feel bad getting a no i wouldn't no. a big gun and But you don't want to like eat a
5: big one because it's no nasty. No, no i heard you 150 just, pounds less you you want 100 want a poor 100 shoulder. or
3: less You're talking about a boar now or a mountain a lion shark. we're talking a about a boar shark. a boar yeah
5: yeah you can, you can make that. you know a little lamb chops out of it pretty oh, good Yeah, some jerky so some anytime some i go sausage. shopping now i'm just like
6: okay Tell me what I need to get and what I need to stay away from, basically.
5: As far as what? The
6: you're saying board under 100 board pounds, a hundred pounds. Like, no, no, no. They don't. They're, like, they're not going to get it. I'm a little I'm nervous. Yeah, I gotta buy that over the counter. So I should just.
5: No, sorry. <laughs> ain't, just, ain't, Safari, There's nothing better yeah, man, than hopefully. fresh, like fre- a fresh kill that's not been processed. Is going to taste ten times better than you what go the What is the best
4: store. animal that nobody has ever tried?
5: Well, I don't think you would know what the best animal if no one ever tried it. Well, I'm saying, but good. I'm saying, if you good. never tried it, how Most we know people. it's good? I'm, yeah. saying, like but it, I'm saying, what's the best it's non-hunter? In it's hey. non-hunter. <laughs> what is
4: something everybody should try if they had the opportunity?
5: Pronghorn, <laughs>
3: antelope. I just learned that today. It's an antelope?
4: What is the antelope? T- just learned that today. Like, what does that taste that like?
3: About ten minutes
4: ago. Yeah. Well, like, give me the, con- or uh, the elk. T- the texture. Elk too.
5: elk. Elk is some of the best tasting meat. Because I'm deer. Uh, deer. What is that? Venison. Right. I don't really be. It's a little dry, but it's. See, it's so gamey because they're not cooking it right. If you soak it in like buttermilk, you take out the gamey taste. Oh. That's why you supposed oh. to soak it before you actually cook it to take all that stuff out. But I think one of the best tasting animals outside of pronghorn
3: would probably be elk.
5: It actually tastes better than steak. And it's super what? tender. Yes. Yes.
3: Probably healthier too, huh? It's a lot healthier too.
4: You need to bring some steak steaks or some elk steaks.
3: Any I know I gotta
4: get one first. I I kinda
5: You had, have so, how many do you have I on got, your land? I got skunked this summer on my elk hunt. Okay. How many do you have on your land? I have five females and one male elk. Oh, but man. I just got my elk my male elk probably three months ago, so it was rut season recently, so hopefully so rut season. Rut season is when they in breeding mode. It's in uh, rut, like we're ready to go get get it. So he, what, so he what? finds the five females get and What's he go get gets, gets it on.
4: What's it get? Gets it on? What's that mean?
5: Get it on. I don't know what that means.
3: The boom boom. Come on. Boom 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 Go to the boom. You in the That's how you get donkeys, you know. Yeah. That's how you get donkeys. George what makes somebody go I mean you're hunting normally with guns right I know you're a big crossbow guy what makes somebody switch over to something that seemingly is so much more difficult to do is it just the the art of the sport or what what makes one say hey I want to shoot something with a crossbow instead of a gun
5: see for me I was more rifle so yeah um, Cameron Haynes actually the one who crossed me over Cameron Haynes cool. he's, he's like the number one bow hunter in the US right now he's sponsored by Under Armour but he's like my mentor as far as hunting. That's who I want to be like wow. as far as bow hunting. like I wish I can
4: is like do yeah. I mentor wish list I could a little too much. I wish I could do the things <laughs> that he do because my mentor he, list is like on video games. they're like North Korean kids who are like 15. but like he's if you're
5: talking about <laughs> watch Blizzard if holiday. you're talking about bow hunting, he's the best bow hunter out. you know he's done grizzly with bow. he's done Ooh. every animal that you can think about in every
4: part of the world. With bow. That's all he uses. He never used rifles.
5: Okay, He's so always Okay, so explain Bo to an
4: average Joe, how much harder is it with a bow than it is with a gun? It's like... Would, a, would a, that be fair? Sport? A gun is like middle school basketball.
5: Right. A well, bow yeah, is, is professional good. basketball.
4: That's a good comparison. Oh, shit. Because uh-huh. if you're going in Africa and you're going to go kill... I'm taking a rifle because it's a lot easier. Right. But I'm saying if you're... If somebody was to say... Oh, you killed this animal with a bow, you would say. Listen, they had a 50/50 chance of killing me too. Even with a rifle they have a 50/50
5: chance depending on where you're shooting it from, but in in a bow, it's more up close and personal. You oh, know, you God. can't fire a bow unless you're really 50 yards between that animal. And that animal 50, 50 yards right at, at you. you. I mean, you don't want to take a shot farther <laughs> than 50 because your bow starts your arrow starts to decrease you go back, the wind can blow a bow more than it can blow a bullet. You have chances of, you know, branches and things like that. So 50 yards to an animal really ain't that long of a distance, you know, a matter he, of a snap of your get finger, on your finger. You get on your he can turn around. Get on your- oh, I only had really close good. calls with hogs. Okay, <laughs> Explain. okay. Explain. what's up? Explain. Yeah, yeah, please yeah, tell yeah, us this story. On, <laughs> I would have so, jumped out the tree and
4: so, went Rambo, boy. So, so I would have went straight Rambo this, on them suckers.
5: This summer me and my friends went they were on my land actually trying to kill hogs and I got these green lights green lights um, from a place called All Season Feeders and they they made these solar green lights that you put on feet on the feeder and it, it draws the sunlight. At night it automatically clicks on turns everything green. Um so me is we have to get to where the light is but you can't really use your Polaris because it makes too much noise they run off and get scared so we had to park
4: you have to explain what's a Polaris for a Polaris a is a
5: like a four-wheeler car right. No I know I was going to buy one so They're very expensive We we do that we get out <laughs> well, we don't know we probably walk in probably 500 yards and Just by, by this fields. by this time you're sweating your ass off cuz no, I would be. it's pitch dark I don't have lights out there in the woods, so it's pitch dark, and the only thing we are got is small little flashlights, and That's we're walking.
3: Stupid. What about the green? Does that attract the hogs? <laughs> That's crazy. The
5: gre- only light hogs can see is white. Red and green, they're colorblind. The green too. doesn't what? attract
3: the hogs. The green just lets you see The green hogs doesn't attract
5: them. The green only lets us see got it, got it, got it, without got it. them getting scared right, of light. Right, right, right. Wow. If you what? shine a white light on them, they can see that, and they take off. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Green and red, they can see that light all day and won't move. Mm-hmm. So we're walking there, and I actually see the hogs, and my friend is actually behind me. And I tell him, step to the side. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna leave my flashlight on him a little bit, and I'm gonna you shoot him. I want you to shoot because he wanted to shoot this time. Well, how many? It was probably ten, eleven hogs in oh, the okay. theater. Right.
0: So
4: Wait, now we're flirting with danger. Big, big boys.
5: Uh, probably like five babies and like four within like 120 130 pounds Whoa. but you got to think like 120 pounds on a hog is a nice size hog yeah not big? not knowing they have tusks you oh, know wow. wild hogs got tusks that come out big teeth that come out there like, that's yeah hogs are extremely fast all right a pig you think like a fat chubby pig no <laughs> hogs, can, hogs right is now. all I'm muscle like, and what? they can move <laughs> so only thing i have right now is the pistol i left my rifle in the players because stupid. My, my two friends had their <laughs> rifle <just> Stupid. no <laughs> my two friends had their rifle i have a pistol so i'm fine because i want them to shoot and right.
4: again
3: stupid
5: i'm telling stupid. my friend yeah. like okay take the shot he's taking all day he finally takes the shot shoots right underneath the belly missed. so he misses missed all right oh great
4: normally hogs disperse
5: make the look <laughs> and takes off
4: no, nah, well, nah, nah. they said, listen, I know you don't got your gun. I'm coming for you. It was crazy
5: because this one is I have my flashlight on with the green light. <laughs> and I have a green <laughs> flashlight on him. And you can only see them when they're at the feeder because that's where the green light is. But after they leave that green light, it's pitch dark. Oh, no. So only way I can oh, see no. it is I'm falling with my handheld green light Boy, and you can only listen. see the shadow of him I don't and want no
4: parts of this
6: you wouldn't see me his what his be out. little
5: in a tree
3: like oh, a five of those football field so like,
5: it's pitch dark so the only thing you hear is <laughs> and my body froze i'm like in freeze mode and i am flashlight on him and i'm telling my friends like he's charging us And my friend doesn't get what I'm saying because he's still in his scope trying to look and see if there's any more. And I'm like, guys, he's charging us. They're like, what? I'm like, he is charging us. And you... And he gets probably... 10 yards from us, and my friend just throws his rifle, takes out his pistol, starts shooting. I take out my pistol and start shooting blah,
4: blah, just blah, at the ground. Wait, do you hold it at, sideways like at, in the, in at the movies? This, at this blah, time, blah, blah, I don't blah, even blah, know blah, how I was down, holding a gun. Yeah, <laughs> At this time, I would just –
5: because you really couldn't see him. He was moving so fast, and
4: oh, Hawks God, isn't I stupid. Die.
5: They're not going to come at you straight. They're zigzagging.
4: No. Hog's a zigzag. Oh, this so I can't really awesome. see. Awesome. This. Awesome. I
5: can't follow him because he's moving so fast, and I'm trying to shoot at the same time. So I just take my pistol out and just at the ground just start firing. Bow, 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 bow. Empty the whole clip, and eventually five yards within us, he turns and veers to the right and goes up the hill.
3: Wait, it took you until he was 10 yards away to pull your pistol out? You were still looking at your flashlight the whole time?
5: I pulled my pistol out when he was probably 25 yards away, but my friends couldn't see him because it's pitch dark. Only light that we have now is my flashlight. I'm the only one that had the green flashlight. So I am following it, but they're still locked on to seeing if any hogs are at the feeder, but they're not paying attention to the one he just shot. He missed is charging us. The rest of them went the opposite way.
3: Yeah, your he is coming sc- at us. He starts screaming start like. Stores? I know. Anyone start screaming like a baby or no?
5: We no, didn't start buddy. screaming. It was just crazy because. I handle ah! my, <laughs> my friend has My friend has a.
3: My friend has a. That's what I mean. What did you. What would one hear? That's, a, that's a, exactly what I, 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 what I did. What did one hear? The crazy part is.
6: There's no question. And you first
5: you first get out But where are you running? Where are you running? Somewhere. It's pitch dark. I don't care. Like, see, like, he and to it was it's pissed off like everybody knows he about land if now anyone what? knows now about land if you know about land and and you don't really have lights you're out there in the middle of the woods so it's hard to even see your hand freeze, with no yeah. light that's how what? dark it is because you're you're hunting in the middle of the yes. night i'm you know, like we go, i'm like a grizzly bear up we the go hog hunting at 10 o'clock at night sometime when it's super dark so like in that aspect I, I have an AR-15 on my right-hand side Ooh. and an AR on my left-hand side, and both of them are firing the rifles at the same time. So my ears are
3: Over just your like, shoulder.
2: Over my... Like like, Rambo. My <laughs> what you're is like, happening
6: here? <laughs> I, I wish we stupid. could have like a visual right now. Just.
3: Do you know what? Again. Why do you put your... Why would... Why this, do you do that? You're stupid. stupid. No, you no, no, you stupid. No, norm, no, no, because
5: normally when you shoot them, they take off. It's rare they charge you, but they charge you sometimes. <laughs> is that the only that. close call you've ever had
3: would do you, you ever other, go you after a boar with a like spear
4: that. never <laughs> you wouldn't be a man and do it with a spear i do it with a with a bow or a uh, no, no. big, Or, big spe- I see or, or maybe TV at like 3 p.m. You gotta, you how gotta, how gotta, about 3 p.m.? Right
5: now with a spear, I'd be in trouble because you got to throw it with the right
4: arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Your shit is toe up. Your shit is loosey-goosey.
5: see the drop-down side. But um, <laughs> no. no Don't joint. It's charged. You know, like, my, my thing <laughs> is this summer, I'm, I want to go to Africa and do the African safari hunt. So. Oh,
6: it <laughs> is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my entire Probably life. Not. I've gone when three times. You went to South Africa. No, I don't go hunt. Oh, no. you
5: went just to safari I just went on the photo. safari,
6: and then we would go to a restaurant um, that would just serve the game. Some of the games
5: meet. that people donate.
6: No, they, they, well, they have it there, but we're literally yeah, like it's on all the, donated. On the game. But it's the animal on the land, though. The animal's on the land. Does to, don't, eat, to eat.
5: Yeah. So it's a hunting land. Yes. And it's safari and hunting that are both the same. So what happens is when Americans go over there you hunt, you kill whatever animals you do. When you're there, you get to eat it, but you can't take meat back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. from there. So oh, yeah, what no. you do is is donate it for restaurants and villages around there. So the meat that you eat came from the hunters that already passed through.
6: It was the craziest experience I've so ever. So would you? Eat? I love. I don't even know. It was just stuff. Um, I mean, and they had like visuals on. Was the it TV. was it good though? It was amazing. See, it look was at fresh. That. It was amazing. Um, we didn't go to. I think it was Kruger Park. We went to South Africa okay. and it was, I can't even, it was near Johannesburg. Okay. But um, we went to one also that was like near Sun City as well. And it was absolutely amazing. I just remember like being out there and we were actually just in a car. Just It was actually an old um, volcano or something like that mm-hmm. land. And um, you could just see them free just running around and sure. see the lion and like the cubs that were playing and, you know, the brush. But you're also like kind of nervous because you're in their habitat so it, it, it's amazing. Like, I love going
3: back to Africa. Have you ever done it before or no?
5: No, see, I was going to do it actually the year I got engaged, but it was like. The whole engagement, the engagement thing messed up thing the works, yeah. <laughs> or canceled it and go hunting. I don't think I probably would have had a wife like So, I you know, I chose the engagement part and That's canceled smart. the
3: safari part. Yeah. Did, when you were there, Angel, South Africa all three times? Or you yes, went to South different Africa countries? Africa three times. Okay.
6: We well, I went like. twice for um. It is seventeen hours. It was. But insane. they say there's
5: nothing like it though.
6: But it's absolutely amazing. Like I I used to go every other year for a mission trip. Nice. But when we went, we would always go to the gaming place to eat, mm-hmm. and then we would also do the safari. But the first time I went was actually with Florida State when we had to play in South Africa. Oh nice. And We uh, played at Sun City, and then we went to Cape Town. We didn't do a uh, so far there though. That's
5: what big schools get you. You get to travel the world. i e p r our big our big trip was Vegas.
4: <laughs> wow, so, I mean, that's yeah. a big kind
5: of a big that's deal. That's nice. So I went to Alaska once. I thought we were playing Alaska, Alaska shootout. Nice. But, oh, that's nice. That's um, we that's we played nice. in Anchorage.
4: That's disgusting. But listen, on that <laughs> since your school uh, did not want to spend money on your thing, but listen, it this has been an awesome podcast. We got to get you back with like. We got to get you on this podcast again with somebody that is going to come down there this summer other than me and maybe shoot something that's not yeah. going to charge at them. You know what I'm saying? Like something we could eat and make steaks out of where I you don't have do to care. Are there any axes, other- fallow? What is the a- okay, okay. Axes. This- like the- oh, or so or- axes. Is- yeah, fish?
5: Uh, we can fish, too. Lobster but diving, Okay, baby. you think about axis. i do I, <laughs> Girl, you better stop you, you, it. I'm not what? I can't you know, hold my breath for 30 seconds. You know seconds. like Bambi? Yeah. It, it's spotted deer. That's right. axis. Yes.
4: What? Oh, so like a Bambi. I
5: would cry. I would. I would you have male
4: <laughs> versions of Bambis. You have axis deer. I would need are, them to have some type of sharp teeth for me to feel good about that. Like i need them to growl at me and say, oh, you stupid. Bow, kill em, well, him. Well, that'd be, you know, mountain lions and hogs? Or, or
5: grizzly big
3: step up though for big, big
5: insects it's But if you, you want to come my land, we can insane. shoot hogs, we can shoot coyotes, we can yeah, shoot, let's, shoot deer, axis. Do I don't
4: know. Yeah, we're, do, we're what gonna, gonna find. Don't No, we're gonna do it, George. do this, George.
5: None of my teammates here have been on my land. That's terrible. What a terrible group. I just got here last year. and so when I came here, we just played San Antonio, so we didn't get to go
4: Every time we get a new person on here, we're gonna say, "Would you go hunting on George Hill's land?" <laughs> and then when we get you and somebody else on, we're gonna bring the person that says, "Yes, I would love to go on George Hill's land."
5: I told you when we go play San Antonio, if we're there for a day before the game, are we? We can know, actually go out. out we can usually, actually we go out are. there for a couple hours and try to shoot stuff. I It'll I, be I be usually fun.
4: like to shoot at gophers because I don't feel too bad about them. Because well, when they die, many a like, ghost. Go we worried, have I'm big porcupines.
3: About shooting stuff i'm worried about you <sighs> so, so, so. you can shoot I'm, a huge I'm, I'm, not porcupine. the sensitivity part i'm just worried about you injuring <laughs> an injury right, low-key i'm actually a really I'm good just, shot i'm uncomfortable the
4: about problem you. is guns aren't built for a long arm so yes when they I'm, are when, yeah, a so 50 like, cal rifle arm. is yeah but huh a 50 cal george
3: rifle you can say, george has plenty of long arm rifles
4: <laughs> 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 right <laughs>
3: George i Draco. want that noise you p- I want, p- you'll p- set him up you'll p- p- hook him up with something i hook him up with p- a nice p- sure george has p- p- long arm p- p- weapons i don't need, like, sure. look at the guy. I don't need my arms is about the size look, of look your
5: look my, your, my your, arms is the size of yours so you can shoot like a 6.5 Creedmoor moore will fit you perfect oh god look at that's too much Tell us about you what i'm worried about you here's what we'll do if you're shooting like a rifle I'll put him in a 6.5 Creedmoor if he don't want to shoot a 50. Write it down. Make sure a 6.5 Creedmoor is pretty solid. I have a 6.5 Creedmoor. For you, if you're shooting hogs, I'll put him just at AR-15 because it's more mobile. For you, I'll put you at AR because it's it's not a lot of kick, but it's also smaller for you. I wouldn't put you with a big rifle because you may not know how to shoot that.
4: And I don't want shoot. to blow your shoulder out. A shoot. Stop it, girl. We'll talk know. about Shoot, this a next time. Yeah. Oh, Shoot a basketball, yeah. Well, oh, thank you. What you talking about? Shoot shots? Okay, cool. <laughs> well, anyways, listen, we are so happy to have you here. We're getting ready to go to dinner. I asked Tristan and all them nicely wait up. You come to dinner with us. Okay. Uh, listen, we're going to have you back on. We're going to talk more about your craziness and how stupid you are mm-hmm. having crazy 300 pound animals chase you. This is pretty fun. For fun. Well, as I play video games yeah, you can do by that. myself for mm-hmm. fun. That's all right. Let's cool. Pew pew.
3: George, thanks for being a part of Road Trip. Thank you. Good thanks stuff for guys. having this.
4: Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Uh, this is a Road Trip in 2.0 um, episode. Who knows? But thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>
1: road Trippin' fans don't forget we're working with a t-shirt company that you may have seen around homage they're the ones that are responsible for lebron's ultimate warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees as they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories go check out their nba jam tees at homage.com you're sure to be inspired and we'll get a kick out of their special design for richard and channing along with three other designs specific to the road Trippin' fan. get them while they're still in stock at homage.com